You're invited to the first Red Maryland Leadership Conference on Saturday, January 26, 2019 at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Join conservatives from across the state to discuss the future of conservatism in Maryland and to develop strong, principled conservative leaders for the future. This will be an affordable all-day event featuring speakers from across the country discussing politics, ideas, and how to build a conservative majority in Maryland. Sponsorship opportunities are available. To secure your seat for this conference, visit redmarylandconference.com and purchase your ticket today. It's time for the Air Raid. Here's your host, Brian Griffiths. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Air Raid here on the Red Maryland Network. It is Sunday, July 22nd, 2018. Hope you and yours are having a fantastic weekend. Of course, this is a pre-taped edition of the Air Raid, seeing as that I am on vacation right now. So this will be the last Air Raid that you hear for a couple of weeks. But I did want to point out, and do want to talk about a few things. First off, of course, the fact that the Red Maryland Leadership Conference is coming up. Saturday, January 26, 2019, Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Steve Shu, Nick Kipke, Steve Hershey, J.B. Jennings, Kathy Shalega, Andrew Langer, among others, scheduled to speak. So you can go to redmarylandconference.com to learn more about that and sign up today. Early bird tickets are still available. We hope to see you there. What I want to talk about today is actually the interview that we discussed on Wednesday's edition of Red Maryland Radio myself and Greg Klein, where we discussed the uh, where we discussed Jim Mathias's interview with uh, with Mike Bradley on WGMD radio earlier last week. Uh, and I'm going to talk about it respectfully, of course. Mathias's interview shows exactly how the Democrats in this state are up against the wall. And you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and and play the interview in its entirety, and you can be the judge of um, of whether or not Matthias is is in trouble or not. All right, 1040 is the time. And joining me on the Newsmaker Line from Maryland District 38, State Senator Jim Matthias. So, Jim, good morning, sir. Welcome to uh, WGMD this morning. Absolutely. Good morning, Mike. It's a beautiful week. Great week for the cause, clam, bacon. Look forward to seeing a lot of our friends and your listeners down there. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, absolutely. It's always the hottest day of the year, one of the hottest days on, <laughs> on Wednesday. So, yeah, bring the water and the sunscreen for sure. Yeah, I wanted to bring you on this morning just for a couple of minutes uh, just to, sure. to clear things up. Um, let's set the scene for folks. First, last week, the American Legion had a convention in Ocean City, in fact, celebrating 100 years. And uh, I know Governor Hogan spoke at that. Also, Ben Jealous, the Democratic, Democratic nominee for governor. 
governor spoke at that as well. And Ben Jealous had tweeted out a picture that he took with you on the boardwalk. And as you can imagine, in an election year, a lot of people were wondering, <laughs> is that an endorsement? Also, that there was uh, some question as to whether you guys were old friends or not. So I'll let you uh, clear up uh, all the questions for us. Well, first of all, thank you so much. It's not an endorsement. It's what's called, uh, you know, working and building, you know, dialogue. As you already mentioned, we won't go over that again. Uh, both the Governor Hogan, who I get along exceedingly well with, and we work well, and uh, the gubernatorial candidate for the Democratic Party, Ben Jealous, was here. Uh, ben reached out. Uh, he had a moment. We met up on the boardwalk. He got a piece of pizza. He had to run in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And in a very short time, we did not talk about endorsements. I'm not endorsing anybody. And I will tell you the endorsement I'm looking for is for the people of District 38 to continue to work in a successful and effective way. Back to the story, very simply, the few times that I've seen Ben Jealous, I've had said to him, please support agriculture. Please support our farmers. Mm-hmm. Please support our poultry folks. Tourism. That's what I talk about uh, when I work well with Governor Hogan, uh, with any elected official, whether they're federal, state, or local, is our people, and our people always know that picture. And thank you very much is not constituting endorsement. Sure. No, absolutely. And so you guys are not old friends either because that's a, a rumor I had heard. But, again, that's why we're having you on this morning to clear that up. Uh, respectfully, I had only really met Ben uh, one time previously a couple of months ago, and uh, I don't know what constitutes old friends. I'm very fortunate to have a lot of friends and lifetime friends, mm-hmm. but uh, I would not say that. But what I would say is what respectfully our people ask for is a bipartisan relationship as we work forward. You know, it's interesting when folks talk about working across the aisle in a bipartisan way, yet if you have your picture taken, particularly when you're wearing a suit on what people think is a 90-degree day on the boardwalk. Uh, you know, I had gone to uh, Captain Robert Craig, who was our beach patrol captain for 50 years. That was a celebration of his 100-year birth date. Also, his family home here on 7th Street was only the second property taken into the National Registry, mm-hmm. and they had that simultaneous celebration. I had the suit on. Uh, for those reasons, to honor that moment in time for Captain Craig, for his commitment to us. And then later that day was uh, Jack Burbage's cancer center. So uh, respectfully, you know, I'm a person who, whether I'm wearing shorts, uh, I'm on the beach wearing a suit, is there all the time. And uh, when Ben Jealous reached out, uh, he had a moment. We got together, went up, he got his pizza, respectfully, took the picture, and he was on his way. Gosh, no, and I, and I appreciate you clearing that up for us, Senator. Let, let me ask you this just quickly, just from a, an analytical uh, point of view here. Um, and you've been around politics a long time. Are, are you surprised that uh, the nominee is uh, someone that is an admitted socialist? Uh, do you view that as a change in the party, or do you just view that as the progressives were very hungry and in a primary that usually has low turnout, that they just took advantage of that and got out in more force than, say, the liberals or moderates in the party well respectfully i appreciate that as well look primary day uh you have some real surprises i lost my chairman mac middleton uh joan carter conway my chairman of finance joan carter conway the chairman of ehea they both lost their bids to what it seemed to be progressive progressive democrats look that doesn't work for us here on the eastern shore you know we're basics like my mother said jimmy stick to the basics take care of what you have first and then worry about the rest of the stuff I already talked about farming and small business and tourism. Yeah, I was surprised. I'm very surprised. Now, you know, respectfully, uh, 
some of the folks in in our party are talking about a blue wave. Uh, I'm not looking to see a blue wave here. You know, the people here are very uh, fundamental. Uh, they're looking to carry on. You know, not too many years ago, we were right stuck in the middle of the worst economic downturn since the Great Depression, Mike. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're still fighting our way out of that. Business people are finding their confidence. And you see the investments here. So, you know, self-admitted, I, with all due respect, I've not read Ben Gelson's resume. I really don't know what his politics are. And quite frankly, you know, my politics here are two things. The people in my district, the people at Eastern Shore and their needs, and making certain, as I continue to work forward uh, successfully with Governor Hogan as we go forward, or whoever the governor may be, that we have a solid relationship, not only to protect what's important to us here, but to grow what's important to us here. So uh, what primaries yield and, and where political philosophy start to go, what's important to me is to have that relationship to take care and grow the needs of our area, and that's what I'm all about. I've always been about, and I ask for the endorsement of the citizens and the constituents of District 38, Worcester, Wicomico, and Somerset. I look forward to seeing them down at Taws on Wednesday. And I really appreciate your time. Yeah, no, Senator, I appreciate it. I appreciate you clearing that up. And you have a great rest of the day. And I'm sure I'll bump into you down at Tall's as well this Wednesday. So have a great morning. Forward. Go CHC. That's have right. A great week. <laughs> All right, you too. <laughs> appreciate it. It is uh, 7.45. Now, what I did there, I played the interview in its entirety to prove a couple of points. One is the fact that Jim Mathias is, you notice Jim Mathias, that entire interview, is desperately trying to not be a Democrat. He's trying to make sure that nobody associates his name with the Democratic Party. Nobody wants to, he doesn't want his name associated at all with the Democrats, because, of course, the Eastern Shore isn't really conducive and friendly territory to Democrats in the first place. They certainly are not, it's not a location that is friendly to Ben Jealous's type of politics, certainly. The number of different times that, um, that Jim Mathias tries to basically point out that he doesn't even know who Ben Chellis is, really. They've met a couple of times, or they're old friends, depending on uh, <laughs> depending on who it is that you listen to. And Mathias goes out of his way in minute number five of that piece. Um, he says he has not he doesn't know Ben Chellis's resume and doesn't really know what Ben Chellis's politics are. The point that I'm trying to make here is the fact that Jim Mathias makes, wants to make sure that he has nothing to do with Ben Jealous, that he has nothing to do with the radicalism, the policies that Ben Jealous brings to the table. Now, the important thing to know here is the fact that Jim Mathias is not the only Democrat who's got this problem this year. Even if you look at just the Democrats running in state Senate districts, where Republicans are actively competing, and I'm talking about trying to um, get those dis- those districts that we're trying to pick up as part of the drive for five. You're talking about District 3, District 8, District 30, District 32, yes, District 38, and District 42. Um, the fact is, is the fact that these, these districts are all districts which are swing districts. These are all districts which... You know, sometimes lean, you know, have leaned Democratic recently by electing Democratic senators. But even some of the Democratic senators that they've elected, just look at John Astle in District 30, or Ed DeGrange in District 32, even Jim Mathias, quite frankly, these are not Montgomery County liberals. These are folks who are more, quote, centrist, unquote, and folks who are more inclined to work with Governor Hogan 
that opposed Governor Hogan. Certainly, Jim Mathias, during that interview, tripped all over himself trying to say, basically make sure that he is Governor Hogan's best buddy, which is hilarious. But be that as it may. The fact of the matter is, though, is the fact that while Matthias tries to play dumb, while Matthias tries to play ignorant about what Ben Jealous stands for, 40% of the Democratic electorate voted for this guy. Jim Matthias' party, the party that Jim Matthias is a member of, nominated Ben Jealous as their candidate for governor. He is going to share a ballot line. He is going to share a party identification. He is going to share the Democratic Party resources with Ben Jealous. And that means that he is going to share Ben Jealous's, you know, supporting Ben Jealous's $24 billion health care plan, which is going to raise taxes by at least $2,800 on every man, woman, and child in Maryland. That means he supports marijuana decriminalization. He supports emptying the prisons and taking money away from public safety. He supports billions of dollars in unaffordable education spending, which is designed to just put more money in the pockets of unions and not actually improve schools. He supports spend, sending billions of more dollars into metropolitan areas to build unnecessary, unuseful, and unnecessary, I said unnecessary twice because that's how unnecessary it is, mass transit lines like the red line. As a Democrat, that's what Ben Jell- uh, excuse me, that's what Jim Mathias is bound to support. Jim Mathias isn't the only one. Do you feel, really think Ron Young out in Frederick County really wants to support this? Do you really think Ron Young is all in on socialism? Do you think Kathy Klossmeyer is in District 8? Do you think that Sarah Elfrith is in District 30? Or Pam Bidel in District 32? No. I doubt they are. The problem is, is that Jim Mathias is kind of the boilerplate for what they're going to attempt. The boilerplate, he is the model for what they are going to try to do. And they are trying to obfuscate, they are trying to eliminate any connection between themselves and Ben Jealous. The problem is, they're a Democrat. Democrats all over the state are going to have to answer these questions. Do you support ruining our health care system? Do you support a $2,800 tax on every man, woman, and child? Do you support emptying the prisons? Do you support making weed available in every corner? Do you support Ben Jealous's programs that are going to put you out of a job? Democrats are going to have to answer for this. This is their party. These are the programs that they will be voting to support if they are if they are elected and if Ben Jealous is elected governor. And we must make sure that Democrats can't obfuscate, that they can't just say no. They can't just dodge the question. They have to answer for the sins of their party. And their sin of their party is electing somebody so far outside of the mainstream that he fits more in Havana than he does in Annapolis. Face it, friends. And Democrats are starting to realize this. That interview that Matthias gave on WGMD, it's very instructive. Because it tells Democrats, there ain't nowhere to hide. You can't run. You can't hide. 
and you will be held account for Ben Jealous' radical socialist policies. Maybe it's time, instead of trying to obfuscate, maybe instead of trying to just dodge the question, maybe Democrats need to honestly answer whether or not they support Ben Jealous' anti-consumer, anti-worker socialism. You're either with it or you're against it, and we can't, can't let these Democrats off the hook. I want to thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of The Air Raid. Be sure to check out all of our Red Maryland Network programming. This Thursday, Greg is back with an all-new episode of Red Maryland Radio. Greg will be flying solo the next couple of weeks while I am on vacation. So be sure to check out that episode of, of Red Maryland Radio. I will be back. My next edition of The Air Raid will be back on Sunday, August the 12th. So you got a couple of weeks off from me. I hope you and yours enjoy this time and then hope that you get to take some time away and enjoy your vacation and enjoy everything that Maryland and America has to offer. Be sure to stay with the flagship RedMaryland.com for all things Red Maryland. While you're there, click on the Support Us link. You can find all sorts of ways to support Red Maryland. You can support us financially by our Amazon link. Click on that Amazon link. Make your purchase through that Amazon link, and a portion of that purchase will come back to Red Maryland and help us grow and enhance the network. You can also click on our Zazzle store, zazzle.com slash redmaryland, buy your Red Maryland network gear. You can also just give us a donation, paypal.me slash redmaryland. And of course, um, you, can, you can subscribe to Red Maryland Network Program on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, the TuneIn Radio app, and Google Play, and have shows like this one automatically downloaded to the device of your choice. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash redmaryland, Instagram at redmaryland, Twitter at redmaryland. Once again, you are the force multiplier. You are the one who can share Red Maryland Network stories and continue to share the story of conservatism and all the great things that are going on in the state of Maryland as we try to combat the mainstream media and get what's really happening out there. You can email us at any time, redmaryland at gmail.com is how you can do that. And you can call us on the Red Maryland Talkback line at 410-205-4875. That's 410-205-4875. We will feature your comments in a future Red Maryland Network program. Folks, thank you very much for joining us on this week's episode of The Air Raid. Be sure to check out RedMaryland.com between now and the election, the most important election of our lives. For everybody here at the network, thank you very much for listening. You have been listening to The Air Raid. I am Brian Griffiths. Good night and God bless. You're invited to the first Red Maryland Leadership Conference on Saturday, January 26, 2019 at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Join conservatives from across the state to discuss the future of conservatism in Maryland and to develop strong, principled conservative leaders for the future. This will be an affordable all-day event featuring speakers from across the country discussing politics, ideas, and how to build a conservative majority in Maryland. Sponsorship opportunities are available. To secure your seat for this conference, visit redmarylandconference.com and purchase your ticket today.